guys, welcome back to episode number nine of Canadian Hustlers podcast. We're here together with Whisper Gardner from Alternate Roots in Woodstock. Uh, she owns a gym, personal trainer, uh, a holistic nutritionist, and she's going to share some really cool insights today about health and working out, fitness, and whatever comes with it. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for joining. Thanks for having me. Um, a little bit of an introduction. Where did you grow up? How did you come where you are today? Um, so I grew up in Woodstock. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't really know how I, I mean, there's a bit of a journey. I, yep. I've always been a little bit of an entrepreneur, um, or had that sort of mindset. I like to do things a little bit outside of the box. Yep. So, uh, definitely a little bit of a rebel in that way. You say one thing, I will go the other, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, I always have been a little bit like that. But I started, you know, as an artist and in school, all of that sort of, you know, was really intriguing for me. Um, I did dramatic arts and that sort of stuff. Um, So I've always been very creative. Um, Didn't really know what to do with that. And um, once I hit photography class in high school, um, that seemed to be what I could make money with. So That's awesome. I did the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's just kind of like yeah. people were like, oh, you're good at this. I'll, I'll pay you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Like, I'll make a price list, I right. guess. I don't know. Yep. That's just how it went. So I ended up as a professional photographer. I did that for quite a few years, worked in photo labs and cool. um, did all of that sort of stuff. So That was in Woodstock? Uh, that was in Woodstock. Okay. Yeah, I did that probably for about five years. Yeah. Um, did it really well. I shot like, you know, between 18 to 25 weddings a year, which was great. I had a good business going, um, but I felt like I was just sitting too much. Um, I didn't like the editing part. I liked the people part. So I like to take photos and be with people and boss people around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You have to do that. Um, so that was really great, but I hated editing. So, um, you know, I, actually um, got hired to do a destination wedding um, in Mexico and I realized I needed to be in a bathing suit in front of a bunch of people. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I joined the gym. Yeah. So then I ended up uh, working out with a trainer. Um, they really liked me where I was working out. They liked my personality. They told me I needed to be a trainer. Wow. Okay. So I wasn't really loving what I was doing as a photographer. So it was great. Both those jobs were really wonderful uh, because I could do a little bit of photography and a little bit of training and slowly transition out of one and into yep. the other, which you don't generally have with like working a, a full time job. job. Right. You wouldn't have that. You yeah. couldn't do that with no. almost either of those things. Yeah. So it was perfect for me because then I could just slowly transition. It's kind of the life of the entrepreneur though too, right? You can transition because, well, you, you, first of all, you're not used to an every, every day, uh, every week paycheck. No. So you can kind of just transition and like, okay, I'll spend a little less, I'll move over, I'll try this. Yeah. And you move over from business to business a lot easier. I find people that have full-time work, they have a really, really tough time. Yeah, understanding the, like, the income changes. Yeah. Like, yeah, I find that I'm just kind of like, well, this is how it works. You just, sometimes you make a lot more money and yeah. then sometimes you make less and you just balance that. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. always just done that. Yeah. So, um, and, and I've always just worked hard. If, I, if I'm not making enough money, then I just 
work harder. Or get another, <laughs> get a side hustle again, you know, get going. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm just like, okay, well, I don't have enough money or I want to go on vacation or I want to, like, you just yeah. take on some more clients or you, you just, right, you yeah. put on a promotion or something yeah. like that. What can and, I do? And that's kind of what I did as a photographer. It was just me by myself. So I could do that and that was easy, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I slowly transitioned out of that, started working full time as a personal trainer. I, I loved it. I, I loved um, working out. Uh, wasn't something I ever did before that. So okay. um, I really got, you know, interested and like intrigued about the way that it made me feel. Yeah. Like I was always happy. Like I, mm-hmm. I never yeah. didn't think I was a happy person. Um, and I liked life, but I didn't really know that it could be better. And it, it just became better. Like everything became so much better because you just felt good yeah like you slept good you were happy you were proud of yourself you were strong like you ate good food so your mood was good like everything just was like you know clicking it builds up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so then I just became just really good at everything I was doing and I had to lose a lot of weight like I mean sitting and editing photos yeah for you know all all day every day I, I mean all I would do is like edit and then eat grilled cheese and then edit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's my life <laughs> like that was all I did so you know I was quite overweight um and I needed to stop obviously doing that yeah. and and so I did and then I I lost a bunch of weight and as I was losing a bunch of weight that's intriguing for people they always want to know mm-hmm. what you're doing and yeah. why you're doing it and um and so then it helped me, you know, help other people too. Yeah. So, and that has just been a process. It's always a process. It's a, it's still a process. You're all, you never stops, never stops, No. especially in the gym. Like when you find something that makes you feel good, you just keep working for it. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a competition with anybody or even like necessarily with yourself. It just is a matter of like going in and being present with yourself and doing what you can that day. Right. Um, and I find that that's super rewarding. And then that translates to how you feel outside of the gym. Right. So you carry that into everyday life. It's mm-hmm. not about being like the biggest, baddest, you know, fitness competition winner ever, you know, in the universe. It's literally about just being like the best you. Like yeah. Yeah. being a little bit more patient. With- you sure you can be with yourself anyway. You yeah. know what I mean? Like be the best version of yourself. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's what we're all striving for. Yeah. You know, nobody ever, like, yells at somebody and is like, I'm so proud of that moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just doesn't happen. No, no it doesn't no. happen. You always regret those moments. So yeah. um, allowing yourself to be present with yourself in the gym or, you know, recognizing when you're indulging in food that you are really wanting to, but you're just doing it to do it. and actually having control over that and maybe taking a step back and being a little bit more mindful before mm-hmm. you eat that food, you go, do I really even want to eat this? Or I'm just eating it out of habit or yeah. I'm eating cause I'm rushed or whatever living a little bit more presently. And like, you know, thinking about your thoughts before you're having them or actually being present. It's true. That, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's a big problem. Like I eat cause I'm rushed yep. and like you just eat because it's habit because you sit yep. down at night. And I eat things I eat because I'm reward. I feel it's like a reward. Yeah. Which is wrong, but it's just like I get done a deal. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna order some pizza. Right. Because it's great. And I feel yeah, it feels celebrate. good. But really, I should celebrate another way. But yeah. yeah. Totally. And I think just even recognizing like that you did a great job and being proud of yourself and even just having that thought and like maybe sitting with that for a minute 
before you order the pizza. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. It's true. Right? And becoming aware of the win. I think that's a big thing too. Um, for a lot of people, simply understanding of, hey, I did this today. Yeah. Right? That, that's the first thing. Being yeah. aware of, hey, I accomplished it. Yeah. Now, how can I celebrate it for myself? Uh, yeah. Is, and is I, that indeed a pizza or is it getting all the workout in? Yeah, or right, that, that, like, is it a yeah. dance party in your living room? Yeah. Do you call your mom? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, those are those are great things, you know, and they can be just as rewarding. Um, and or, yeah, getting another workout in or yeah. like going for a run and thinking about what you did or for a walk or like whatever it is, spending time with your family because you don't have to work now because you just closed a deal. Yeah. So now I'm going to just like <laughs> set my stuff aside and be present with the people that I love, right? And a I think of, that that's A lot rewarding. of people, they get like, how do I say this? Um, they um, forgo the gratitude. Like they don't feel like they deserve it. So you have a win, and yeah. you're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I better keep pushing. I don't have time to celebrate. I better keep going. Yes. And a lot of people don't celebrate their wins. Yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, you have to recognize that if you have this, like, long-term goal of a win, yeah, whatever it is that you're working for, and this is where we get really hard on ourselves and where business becomes or, you know, gets the best of us, is when you're working for this, like, long-term goal here and that's the only thing that you can see yeah so yep. along the way this is the only thing you're thinking about okay so it takes you two years to get to this goal and those two years you were absolutely miserable mm -hmm. you gained yeah. 30 pounds you didn't sleep at night you potentially are creating more risk for disease you maybe aren't great in relationships that you have, and maybe you have a couple of those fights that you don't really, you know, like having, or you may regret later. And then you hit that two-year reward, and you get it. Yeah, and then yeah. what happens? Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Was it worth it? No. Mm -hmm. You have to enjoy the process. And and it's really hard. I it think is. That is part is really hard for a lot of people to do it, and I think that's why taking your health and uh, fitness as a priority in your life and putting yourself first before those things, not saying that those things aren't important and your business isn't important and um, that those things aren't goals that you shouldn't have. They're all great and they're yeah. motivating and they're wonderful because that's what, I mean, that's, we live, right? We, yeah. we always, is the driver, especially if you're a type A personality like myself, you need to be doing something. Yeah. Um, but I don't need it to be, um, before my family or before my relationships and right. or before even just a conversation with a stranger, you know, the, the way that you speak to people translates, uh, in energy and it yeah. travels. Yeah. So if you're having a bad day and you go to the store and you're a jerk to the person, you get it back. Yeah. It'll come back. It all comes back. Like you have a bad day and then the people, like if you're mad, everyone seems to be mad. Yeah. Totally. It's, it's weird how that works. It's, it's really them. weird. It's not It's not them. It's you. It's yeah. No. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, but it's actually hard for me because I know that. So then yeah. I'm, extra, <laughs> I'm extra hard on myself. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. know it's me. Yeah. And now I'm mad because I can't control my mood. You know? Like, yeah. so it's, it's really good once you start to recognize this thing. So being mindful, I would say, and it's a very vague term, but if you can recognize um, those habits that you've kind of gotten yourself into, you might indulge in pizza again, and then you might feel like crap again, and then you might go, yeah, next time I'm not going to do that. 
And yeah. then you don't do it the next couple of times and you forget how you feel after you eat it. And, you know, not saying that pizza it, makes you feel like crap, it's, but... It's weird, right? You're, you're saying that like, to You eat healthy, yeah. so you feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you eat healthy, you feel good. But for some reason, you just stop. I don't know. And, and a lot of people have the same problem. They'll just stop eating healthy. Yeah. And I think it's because we forget... Um, what makes us feel good. I think we start to get tied up in the hustle and bustle of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, social media has a huge impact on uh, the way that we feel about ourselves. We look at other people's successes and we want those. Yep. Um, we see what other people are doing and we want to create those ideas and they're, and they're not genuine to yourself. So um, I think it's really important to create a daily practice, um, whether you are into meditation or you're into yoga um, and you don't have to be you can just journal you can sit with yourself in the morning and do a journaling process to kind of bring yourself connected to what your agenda is for the day um, so that you know what your goals are you're not doing it for anybody else And often when we're by ourselves, we can be more true to ourselves. We can take a couple deep breaths. And there are some techniques and tools out there that can help you do that. But it can be really as simple as, honestly, just setting a like great mantra for the day. So if you have an affirmation you like or a positive quote or whatever. I think that's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Find, find one of those every day. Yeah. Like, you can you can Pinterest that. Oh yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, oh one. yeah, big time. Google it. I, I, I agree with you. Sit with yourself in the morning. I try to do that every like I try to have a coffee in the morning and sit yeah. with myself just for at least ten minutes. Yeah. Like you know, just I know it's not much, but it's just some time. Yeah. To just focus on your day. But how often do you wake up thinking about your to do list and then forget um, to set your intentions? So. I know, I know I've, I've started to set my intentions more. I know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I used to do exactly what you're talking about. Like you, you wake up and you're already stressed. Yeah. Because you're like, I got this, this, and this, and this today. And that's the wrong attitude. Yeah. So if you wake up and you, you think about your, like you just, you know, you first have a moment with yourself and you yeah. think about your day and you just, you know, you, you appreciate what you've accomplished. Yeah, Those kind of things. You sure. have to go through the gratitude, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then focus on your day. Absolutely. I think and the big thing is Everyone to... has a different process, right? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. As long as it doesn't matter what your process is, yeah. right? And everybody has different things that and different rituals and things that make them feel good. I think it's just really important to sort of like ground yourself and yeah. create that presence and practice because when you're out then, you leave your you leave that really peaceful moment and then you're out at the grocery store with all the jerks yeah, yeah, of the yeah. world around <laughs> and you, you and then... <laughs> then you need to yeah. try to rein it in, oh, right? Yeah. So then you have to find that presence again. Or if you're working with clients and you're really busy and, you know, um, maybe it's just like an uncomfortable scenario or whatever, you have to be able to have some sort of tools to call on. You need some breathing techniques. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to ground yourself to get through those moments because everything isn't always, you know, just go as I tend more and more not to to take those kind of clients on anymore. Yeah, which is And it's really, really hard. It's really... (laughs) They still come. They still come. They still come, but like... More and more, I like if they, if I just, it doesn't gel sometimes. Yeah. And I'd rather not work with them. I'd rather actually send them off to someone else. I think I do them a, a, a disservice to help them. I agree. I think that is absolutely great to recognize. And, you know, it's a reason why I have trainers um, that work with me, right? Yeah. Because um, I like to do certain types of things. I, I definitely live a more holistic lifestyle. I'm a little bit, you know, hippie-ish when it comes to that, that sort of stuff, like, live a chemical free life. And, Mm -hmm. um, I try to get, you know, 
I try to educate my clients on doing the same thing. Um, but not everybody really wants that. And no. so sometimes it's important to recognize that and that maybe it's better for them to train with somebody else. We also all have different skill sets. Um, so it's really important to put the person with the right trainer who has the right skill set for them. So we all have different experiences, which makes a difference on, you know, with our own specific health journeys, but we all have different things we're passionate about, different, different equipment we like to use, different things that, you know, and bodies work so different. Oh, all yeah. Of us. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, Everybody's individual. Right? So sometimes you like to swing around a kettlebell. Sometimes you like to use a T-Rex. Sometimes it's body weight. I personally like to swing around the steel mace these days, yeah. um, which is like super Seen that empowering. actually. That's kind of yeah, cool. <laughs> friggin' awesome. Yeah. So yeah. to get back to that, um, you started as a personal trainer yes. after you were a photographer. Yes. You slowly rolled into it. You didn't have your own gym at that moment yet. No. Um, when did that kind of start happening and how did it get to, got to be? So after five years of working with women only, I started to realize that weighing and measuring them um, and, you know, trying to be super diligent and restrictive and following this like to a T program or following these meal plans and putting more stress on these women, it Mm -hmm. just wasn't working for them. Um, And it not necessarily wasn't working for them. They would see good results. I would weigh them. Then it would destroy them. Then they'd eat, you know, all of the food and not see me for a week or whatever. And I, and that was just like heartbreaking to me. I like when you start working with clients and you see them, you know, a couple times a week and you're seeing them for a year, years at a time sometimes, right? Like you become very attached to them yeah, and you yeah. don't, you want them to be successful and you want to try to avoid the things that are uh, stopping them from achieving their goals. Mm-hmm. So what I started doing was cutting out weighing, measuring. I stopped um, being so critical on their nutrition. I started getting them to be more mindful, all of these sort of things. And then I started to realize like there's more than just exercise that makes you healthy um, and started to learn more about the body, about hormone balancing, about um, chemical free living, uh, how much estrogen is actually in, uh, our products that we use on a daily basis. So we, um, have man-made estrogen called the xenoestrogens in a lot of our beauty care products or body care products. Um, and they're disrupting your hormones. So that's why a lot of times women have a hard time losing weight, um, is because they're estrogen dominant. Um, so then as, even though they do exactly what prescribed in the gym, they're they're not going to get results as well as somebody who doesn't have that imbalance. And a lot of women will struggle with PCOS or endometriosis or any of those sort of already um, imbalancing hormone uh, issues. And so then you have to be mindful of that. You can't just be like, well, you need to work harder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not going to work. Okay, like let's do more CrossFit and let's break yourself. And then like it just more stress on the body. Like okay, do, do CrossFit and do it well and execute those moves well. Mm-hmm. And if you're not seeing the results, like, I mean, that's a challenging workout. Yeah. So if, if you're doing that already, that part isn't broken. You need to keep doing your exercise yeah. and then you need to try to figure out what else is, you know, going on. So I started yeah. to dig just a little bit deeper, deeper with that. Um, and you know what, it led me to become a registered holistic nutritionist. So I was able to learn more about the body, learn more about 
food, chemical-free living, what stuff our chemicals are in, you know, Glade plugins, our perfumes that we use, you know, environmental toxins, you know, so not just what we are consuming nutritionally, but also what you're putting in your household, what you're cleaning with, all of that stuff um, needs to go. Yeah. It's making you toxic. It's making your body work harder. It's stressing you out more. Um, so then losing weight is just not even its first priority at all. So how do you test for all that? I don't do any testing. So okay. as a holistic nutritionist, um, that's not really in our scope. Um, we mostly go based on symptoms. So, which is really great for me because mostly what I do is talk to people on the gym floor. So yep. I don't need to really do any testing, but I do have people within Woodstock that I will send if I think like, okay, you have some food sensitivities that you need to, right. you know, get checked or I did some that, I did that actually with the, uh, the veils and stuff. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. And you can do, that there's works. some muscle yeah. testing and BIE and just like stuff out there that, uh, really works well to find out those things. And then they can bring those tests back and I can say, okay, so this is what you need to do. And, and honestly, even with those, it's just motivation to just not eat those foods. Right. Like, yeah. I, like I that's could, hard. Yeah. I could provide, very, very hard, so yeah. like you can get all the tests you want done, yeah. but <laughs> if you, you're, you're, you have a weed allergy, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. And just keep eating bread. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if, if bananas comes back on your food allergy and you keep eating bananas, <laughs> yeah. you're not, you're not going to see the results. So right. it's yeah. just sometimes just sticking with that and being consistent. So that's why I try to stray away from the like one, you know, one answer or like the one solution sort of scenario. Yeah, well, I think that's a really interesting thought. And a lot of girls and even guys, there's often a thing, hey, I got to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the first thing that comes up. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting fat. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not feeling good. Mm-hmm. I, my stamina is not that well. I got to go to the gym. Yeah. That might be the first step, but it's not always the cause. Yeah, and it, it, it's it, important not to let that go. It's important to go of to course. the gym. Yeah. And then not just to go, okay, and now I'm going to do this diet and then stop <laughs> going to the gym. It's like, it really is consistency and it's long term. Lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but even before, even before hitting the gym, and if, if you don't like the gym, if you don't feel like going, mm-hmm. it is easy to say, hey, what else can there be? Yes. Right? Is there certain makeup that I'm using that? Is affecting me. I always Other would, certain. Yeah, always joke like it's so much easier to switch your bar of soap than stop eating pizza. Right? right? Like legit. Like so if you can take some of that toxicity out of yeah. your life and legit. out of your body, all of a sudden your organs start to thank you and they start to let go of that toxicity. You may start to digest your food a little bit better because yeah. of it. And, uh, and then a lot of that is like bringing down your stress levels also so that's a big thing too stress is huge absolutely but and it comes in all those forms so if you're getting rid of toxic stress then you might be able to manage like emotional stress or like stresses on the daily from you know work or whatever a little bit better which is important and then you might be in the frame of mind to go to the gym right if that's not your first gym is 20 percent of it the food is 80. Yeah. I mean, within reason, obviously. I think but... that they say that for sure. I just find like when exercise is like the glue, uh, you know, yeah. like I just, I, for me personally, like I just need it and yeah. it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Although I like to do some crazy mm-hmm. stuff, but, um, it just has to be present. I just have to. Yeah. You have I to play be hockey there. two, three times a week without that. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I would, I, I need to do something. But after you do that, oh, it feels great. So the, the feeling, even when mm-hmm. I, when I used to go to the gym, 
The feeling after you go to the gym yeah. is amazing. Oh, it's the best. And especially when you sat there in the morning, you're like, I don't want to go. Yeah. And then you get done your workout, you're like, oh, I'm so glad I went. And you're I set feel, for the you whole feel day. so good. Yeah, yeah. You, you never feel bad after you do a workout. Yeah. Honestly. Like, it so, totally sets the mood for the day. And I think that that is a huge, uh, a huge antidepressant. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's something that people need to call on maybe a little bit more regularly when they're in a really crappy scenario or something. Yeah, working out, walking nature, that kind yeah. of stuff. Oh yeah, it's like so, you don't so need huge. to go to the gym to get that feeling. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Like you go can, for a long walk. Like the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people that like that's that's step one. Here's something else though to think about is not just to do those things again mindlessly. I think it really comes as a that package. So like you can go to the gym and just lift a couple weights and just go to go and then leave and then it not change your mindset at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, you could go for a walk in nature thinking you're going to do something restorative for yourself and then only be thinking about the things that are stressing you out. And or like you go with a girlfriend and then you just gossip the whole time. And then when you go home, you're yeah, even yeah, more yeah. revved up. <laughs> right? So like you got to be careful. I do that all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I think that's why I try to choose uh, forms of exercise that allow me to disconnect and, and, and maybe are a little bit more challenging for the brain so that I can and or have to be present. Yeah, that's why I like hockey. Yeah. My phone stays in the dressing room. I don't right? have it on me. It's yeah. not around. I'm not listening to music. And if you're nothing. not paying attention, play, you're going to get Yeah, home. you're going to get run over, yeah. right? So it, it's actually great. It's like I'm totally disconnected. It's like an hour, an hour and a half. It's great. Yeah. It's really, really good. Well, feeling. we just touched on that, right? Disconnecting with the phone. I think that thing... Yeah. It's a real big issue. Yeah. I myself stopped touching my phone for the 40, first 45 minutes after I got out of bed. Good for you. That, that really helped. Depends yeah. what time it, I get up. <laughs> dep- well, yeah. but for, for me, it, yeah, does, okay. it does really help. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because every time it was like, okay, wake up, phone, email, and I started going already. I know. Work, yeah. you it's know? It's so hard. And, and but I, it's not hard to leave the phone out for 45 minutes. No. Especially when you just wake up. It's not that hard. Yeah. Yeah. And just those little things. Well, they, they say like your bed should actually be where you sleep. Mm-hmm. So you're not supposed to look at your phone in bed. So there's a lot okay. of issues also with electromagnetic fields in your phone. So <laughs> yeah. this is where you start to think of a little crazy. But no, no, I like okay. it. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> it's important I actually, there, there is, there's, there's obviously some truth to that. So they say that your electronics are supposed to be at least four feet away from your bed. Um, Sometimes you have a smart meter also on your house, and if it's behind the wall where you sleep, that can be disrupting your sleep. Okay. You have to be at a certain hertz to, like, actually fall asleep. So to get into, like, a really good REM sleep, um, you need to come down. And and so those electrical magnetic fields actually decrease your melatonin production and and that allowance to sleep. So when you create melatonin, you will get sleepy and you'll okay. sort of feel tired. So yep. if your circadian rhythm where like cortisol rises and melatonin lowers and it goes back and forth, it's on this natural rhythm throughout right. the day and then throughout the night. Um, and then obviously within the first 20 minutes of when you wake up, that's when you have that highest cortisol spike, yep. Yep. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. So that you want to happen naturally. Well, what happens is with the electromagnetic fields, it can hinder you making melatonin properly. Okay. Um, the blue light does that on your phone especially as well so there's a little combination there so on your phone when you stare at it it, it'll be like a blue 
tinge or like your TV yeah. or your or your computer. Um, so I encourage you if you are on your phone late at night or before you go to bed, even before you go to bed, um, I have mine set so that at eight o'clock it turns to an orange light. Oh right. yeah, night light yeah. kind of thing. Okay, yeah. that's so that's that's the that's reason behind that. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So do it on your phone and do it on your computer. Yeah. Um, and then I would put your electronics away from your bed. If you use your phone as an alarm, you can set your phone on airplane mode. Um, and then still have your phone right. inside your bed, but it not have the like, now, now we've under like a conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't make Airplane sense. Airplane mode, uh, that these still, they still track your phone. Uh, but the electromagnetic fields don't Are, oh, you, communicate. You, I think I think I've seen a tester on that. You put an airplane mode and the, it goes way down. Yes. Yeah. 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 Seen, like, so, the, you actually have an electronic tester. It's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah, I have but, one as well. Yeah, so you probably <laughs> know that when you hit an airplane mode, it goes way down, right? Yeah, and you it, can it, see the messages coming in on this wavelength. And I actually yeah. know this because, uh, unfortunately, I moved beside a power line. So. Oh, that was, I was just going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, so uh, this it was just like... It's it, a weird feeling underneath those things yeah so a lot of you know things happened to me and you know I obviously can't prove them but you know my we weren't sleeping very well my like I had some animals pass away all my fish died um so like it was just very like in a yeah. very short we only lived there for eight months um so I was like I gotta get it yeah 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 <laughs> I'll be, I'll be honest when, when I when, when I, I drive underneath those towers mm -hmm. I feel weird. Really? Eh? And I Honestly, go drive down Tower Line Road for like a half hour or 20 minutes and tell me you know, and maybe now because I'm saying it, you might look for something. Some but I feel odd. Some people it more than others, for sure. Yeah. And I've had people say they get like anxiety attacks when they're driving like down Parkinson Road. Really? And they didn't know why. And then when we talk about these things, then yeah. it yeah. comes up. So you can't see them. And that's why you can get a meter and you can see it. But, yeah. you know, until I walked about, I would say about five or six houses up the road, then the meter went back into like a normal range. So you can see it if you have it or you're concerned yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, those are things that, you know, we try to talk about um, and or try to educate on mm -hmm. at the gym. So everything is very holistic in the sense that we're trying to better your health. We're trying to increase your longevity. We're not just trying to increase your muscle mass, which is also right. something that you want mm -hmm. and can be super proud of and make you feel really good. Um, but we also want you to live really long and we want you to be strong living long. It's like there's no point in living a long life when you feel like crap. No. So they have to kind of go hand in hand together. And if you're doing fad diets or you're doing things that are very temporary, you're going to constantly yo-yo and you're never going to actually be successful. I don't want you to, you know, be on your deathbed and be like, uh, you know, your whole life wishing you lost 10 pounds. <laughs> like that's irrelevant. Yeah. Like nobody looks at you and guesses no. how much you weigh. No. They have no idea. And so don't carry that number around with you in the, in like all day. It's like setting the wrong affirmation in the morning by getting on the scale and telling yourself you're fat. That's yeah. the opposite yeah. thing you want to do for the day. Not smart. Not, Not smart. smart. No. 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 So if you want to have a good productive day, you don't need to get on that scale. You know, it's going to get you closer to feeling better for yourself. Go do something for yourself that makes you feel good. Right? Like that's what you have to do. And it's that consistency. It's it's doing something every day. You're allowed to have an hour to yourself every day oh, doing something that you love. A minimum, hopefully. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, totally. But you find yourself drained from the day and sitting yep. on the couch or 
whatever the case may be, right? And like, how many how many Netflix episodes did you watch when you could have done, you know, even some stretching on the floor or walked your dog or, you know. I always say like, I don't have time to work out. It's, it's a lie. I look at my screen time, my phone, I'm like, I have time. Yeah. You spent two hours <laughs> on social media today. You have time. Yeah. It's a lie. I think that's why I like the unconventional training too. It's super easy technique and, and tools out there for you to, to pick up and grab. And we teach them at the gym, but you can do them at home. Um, you know, I'm starting to build some online programming just for that, just for like literally people like you where you're like, I'm busy, but I have about 20 minutes right now. Yeah. I need to pick up this kettlebell or I need to pick up this mace, swing it around a bit, get my sweat on and then I can. In just, this moment. Yeah. In this moment, yeah. I have time. And then you don't need to go to the gym. You don't need all the barbells and all the weights for the machines. It's very functional. Uh, we teach body weight training, so you don't even need to use a tool. You know, if if that's yeah. the thing, if if that's yeah, if you don't, you use problem. what you have available, right? And that's how you, so you're training in a sense. Yeah. So if you don't have any barbells, you like you said, yeah. there's all kinds of exercises you can do that'll mm-hmm. just that that'll do to get the same effect. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is not only a personal trainer. You're helping people make them feel better throughout the day. Yeah, I hope right? so. I really, I, oh, really, I, I really feel that way yeah. about the people that come in. You know, it really is a community. Everybody is really super cool. And, um, you know, when they do something that they're proud of themselves for, it's like the best moment. I believe it. Yeah. It's the best feeling. Oh, that yeah. fills you up, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So you have a podcast? We have a podcast. Yep, Carly and I. Um, What's it called? Uh, it's just called Alternate Roots. Cool, with okay. Whisper and Carly. Yeah, but all the same, my yeah. spell, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so. We just wanted to get more education out there. We wanted to talk a little bit. You know, not everybody comes to us for um, sit-down stuff. We And when you come to the gym to work out, we want to focus on working out. So unless you're booking a nutrition consult with me, um, you know, which I don't find necessarily as productive as an exercise. Right. You know. I can I, see that. I think that the consistency is there. I... I learn more about you when you're training with me or coming to the gym or you're seeing classes. Like I know everybody, I know what you're doing, I know what you're eating. People were always available to talk, you know, anyway. So I don't find people are booking those one-on-one sessions as much, but I think some of this information is useful for them and it may not come up necessarily in a conversation, um, you know, one-on-one because they may not know, you know, that they need to avoid these certain things or whatever. So talking about it in a podcast format is pretty cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I really so, like it and she's really, Carly's really funny. She's super sarcastic and so we're very opposite. So I really feel like it's a very interesting little scenario. Alternate yes. roots. Mm-hmm. Alternate roots. Where did the name come from? Um, uh, so um, one of my clients was wearing a shirt, uh, it had like running shoes on it and it just said seek alternate roots on it cool okay and i just really liked it yeah so that spoke to you and then that's why uh, yeah i was like yeah "Yeah, that's exactly what it's all about you know seeking alternate routes like you know if you're out for a run and you know you take a the path less traveled it's always always so much more beautiful right it is yeah so you you just kind of want to explore different you know things in life and kind of again think outside the box and challenge things and experience life you know maybe a little bit differently and recognize that it's okay that you don't you know march the same beat as somebody else you know if whatever's working for somebody else doesn't always work for you so Mm -hmm. um it's really important to be true to yourself we're all very different human beings and we all um 
different things light us up and it's really important to do the things that light you up not you know what your your neighbor likes or even your significant other right so it's really important that you recognize with your significant others that you're living life together um doesn't need to be the same yeah, you, you, you got to do your, like, I, we have the same thing. I let her do what she likes to do, yeah. and I do what I like to do, and we help and each other out that way. Yeah, and together you do, you do something that you both like, Yeah. right? Because, I mean, I, she likes ultimate frisbee. I don't, okay? <laughs> it's just not, no it's not my thing, okay? Yeah. But, like, so go ahead, go play. Like, I'm not yeah. going to be like, no, you can't play because I don't like it. Right. You know, I'll do my own thing. Yeah, right? of course. And that's, yeah, so that's a big thing. A lot of people, they don't gel that way. Yeah, same with Mike. He he um, da, he's naturally fit, which uh, you know irritates me a little bit. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know he can do. He's so strong. He can just do anything. He he bikes. He likes to bike. He likes to snowboard. He like he can do chin ups. He can walk on his hands. Like I don't even know. Like he he's just like yep, superhuman. Built for it. Built yep. for it. Yep. Yeah, I gotta work hard for it. So uh, you and know, which one I, is better? That's yeah. the question, right? Yeah, and you know what? And we just like different things you know we're the couple out on the block if we're running he's sprinting and he's like see you later I'm going home and I'm like okay well I'm actually gonna go for a run you know like I'm distance right I'm slow and you know and neither of those are one is better than the other we're both moving it's whatever you like yeah it's fine yeah so we try I mean we tend not to do things together um exercise wise just because we both like different um, activities, but we do like to be out in nature. Um, so I think that that's kind of where we come together, um, as a couple and we have a daughter, she's two. So, um, we, you know, we want her out there and exploring and doing those sort of things as well. So hiking and swimming and all of that sort of stuff is fun, right? That's busy too. Running a business with a daughter, that's too. That's, that's a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was definitely, um, challenging to say the least. It was, uh, a little bit of a game changer for sure. Yeah. Um, it's you, you stop just thinking about yourself and you do have to think about somebody else. It goes beyond you at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you, and then you value like this other human being, like, you know, it's crazy how much you like, you you, you don't know where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy. I want to experience life with her too. So I've had to find my happy balance with that. And before with business, I could just do everything. Uh, I had all the time in the world and I was available for everything. It didn't matter because like I was taking care of myself and I would sleep when I would sleep and whatever. And and so that was fine. And now that's not the case because, you know, you have bedtime routines and, you know, they're there when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, yeah. You, you, so yeah like, I didn't have any time before the baby showed up. <laughs> right? I'm just like, oh, man, to, to not have a two-year-old right now, I could get that stuff done. But it's got to wait till yeah. tomorrow. And so you actually... It's a, it's a life lesson for sure. And that's kind of what I've learned from it is like, it slowed me down a little bit, um, and allow me to focus on only the things, uh, in business that are worth my while and that I love. So it's allowed me to narrow down to the things that I feel like I can put my energy full heartedly into, but also that people want. I'm not just doing everything anymore. It's just like, this is what I love to do. And this is what people are asking for. And we're just going to do that. We're going to do it really well. And so actually it's kind of been a really great, 
um, sort of change for me because now I feel like I'm a little more focused and my time is is more valuable for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's taken me, you know, almost three years. She'll be three in October. It's taken me three years uh, to adjust that, which is like a hard thing to kind of think back on. Yeah. I think it's a never ending adjusting thing as well. Yeah. Uh, then they start going to school and they have different things and they like it's just yeah. Yeah, and I don't really know what the future, you know, entails, but if that was kind of the lesson that I had to learn and allowed me to focus my energy a little bit more than then I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's cool. Yeah, kids are kids are interesting, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So holistic nutritionist, what does that mean? So we like to see the body as a whole. Um, okay. So when you have an ailment or something going on in the body, um, we don't just see that specific symptom or wherever it's necessarily coming from. Um, We try to find that root cause or that root issue. Um, And I kind of do that with everything. Um, So even uh, we do fascial stretching as well at the gym. Um, So stretching the fascia of the body, which is the connective tissue. Um, So if you're um, having pain or stiffness um, in a certain area of the body, and we can try to find where it's coming from because usually it's not coming from exactly where you're having that pain source. Okay, right, yeah. So um, then with fascial stretching, um, we're allowing that connective tissue to stretch all the way um, across the net of the body. So um, you can kind of think of them as like a a spider web and they run on different lines from head to toe. So uh, one fascial net may run from like the tip of your toe to the top of your head. So if you have tight fascia in one area of the body, it could be affecting you all the way down. Yeah. So that again is sort of like a holistic. View. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so it's a full body approach. It's a full body approach. Yes. Um, and it is very. I would say holistic definitely um, represents probably more of the clean living sort of society okay. yep. and people who um, live a little bit more naturally want to try to you know heal their body with you know more you know, more stuff that is not synthetic. Yeah, that comes from nature. Yeah, that comes from nature. Yeah, and, and that's always been that way until 100 years ago, maybe? Yeah. When Big Pharma started to take over. Yeah. The, um, and, you know, again, that's all sort of propaganda and marketing and all of that sort oh, yeah. of stuff that um, you have to kind of be your own self-advocate, right? You have to question everything when it comes to that, especially food products. Like, I mean, even like healthy food products, it's like they'll plaster quinoa on the front of the box just to like, you know, tell you it's, yeah, to sell it because they know that you think quinoa is healthy. Yeah, it sounds bad. sounds so good. (laughs) Right? So, but like the first five ingredients might not even be quinoa. (laughs) So, so you have to, you have to read these things. You do. And then again, that's that being present in that mindful Uh, that comes in is like not just running into the grocery store and grabbing your same mold it's like yeah spending a little bit of time and being leisurely about it and not being like I need to be somewhere else when you're actually in the grocery store shopping like just be there grocery store shopping right if you're in the shower shower like if you're walking walk like you know if you're eating eat that's like the worst so like totally disruptive right if you're just scarfing your food down yeah right like you're in 
you know, adrenaline state, shoving food in your mouth when you going need to down, be driving, in, yeah, 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 you need to be in rest and digest to break your food down, yeah, right? Like, so if you're having digestive issues, the first thing you need to do is take a deep breath before you eat and chew your food. Almost that would probably solve yeah. your digestive issues if you can actually think about, you know. If you think about the meal you're eating, okay, and like I make really good food. Mike makes really good food. <laughs> I'm, like, I don't, I'm not always the cook. So I have to say that. Shout out to Mike. So, uh, and you look at it and it's like, yeah, that's going to be a good meal. You start to salivate. The saliva in your mouth goes enzymes. So that's your digestive juices going. If you can almost do that every single time you eat, then you've triggered that digestive response. So it's something you can't see, but you can definitely feel that happening. And then you know you're ready to eat. And then try to actually taste your food and enjoy it and sit there. And that would be the most ideal time to put your phone aside and be present. Enjoy the meal. It actually makes sense because that is what's happening when you go to a restaurant that you've never been before. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. The, the served, smells. You and take yeah. the time. Yeah. You, you start yeah. to feel the taste and you start eating. The food finally comes out because it's always too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like I think too, like it's a perfect example. When you're on vacation, um, people always are like, well, I feel great. Like I ate, you know, I didn't eat that great, but I didn't have any of my digestive issues or I ate something I would normally eat at home, but it didn't bother me on vacation. Because you're literally turning on your parasympathetic nervous system. You're in rest and digest because you're relaxed. So you're digesting your food better. Yeah. So that's if you could just take a little bit of that and put it into your everyday hustle and bustle, then I think that that would do wonders for your health and your your digestion. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So if you... um... You were talking about balance just before we jumped in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me what you define as balance? Hmm. You know, uh, I think it's allowing yourself to recognize when you feel um, astray from who you think you are. Or not necessarily who you think you are, but like feeling good. That yeah. feeling when you're like, yeah, everything is great. That's a good place to feel, right? Everything is, you know, kind of aligned. You feel like you got all your ducks in a row. That's a really good place to feel mm-hmm. you're you're doing things that align with your morals and values and, and everything yeah. that you like. Um, and then oftentimes we find ourselves astray from that. Um, or we find ourselves not feeling that way. Or we feel ill. Or we're feeling off or whatever. Um, and I think that that is really important to recognize so that you know where to pull yourself back to. Like so the, the first step is to recognize it. Yeah, to know where you feel good. Yeah. Um, and if you don't feel good right now, know, maybe have that vision of what that looks like for you. And that's never a pant size. Okay, like it's, it yeah. really Yeah, yeah, isn't. yeah, it makes sense. Okay, like when you thought about that for that moment, it wasn't your gene size. Okay, so you're picturing what that feels like truly to just be living like your true authentic life. Like I'm just doing my thing, you know, I'm listening to some punk rock music, swinging around a mace, spending time with my family, you know, experiencing life with these happy people around me and that's what I'm doing. 
And then sometimes I got to do something that I don't want to do or something that's temporarily an issue or, you know, we all come across it, traumas or things that happen in life, you know, your roof leaks or, you know, whatever. And that, I don't know if that's just an example, but then it's like, you know, it's not the end of the world. And so it's, it's good to recognize like where you feel this is taking you out of balance. Try to maintain here through that sort of scenario um, and then bring yourself back here. Um, so I think it's being able to recognize too, if you are led astray that you don't feel, you know, that way. So I don't think that gives you a definition of balance, mm-hmm. but it, it allows you to kind of picture what that is. And I, I think it's different for everybody. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So recognizing where that stands and then being able to recognize when you're out of it and what you need to pull you back to it. So having tools and techniques, I think, is really important. And that's that's what we provide. So are those individual techniques for every person that's different? Or I think are there some tips that you could give? Yeah, I feel like you kind of have to have like a little bag of them. Uh, you know, I, th- I don't think you always need the exact same thing. Okay. Um, I definitely call on exercise generally first. Um, but... I have to say when I had a two-year-old or I, when I had a baby, um, and you know, we weren't sleeping at night, it wasn't a hard workout that I needed at that time in my life, right? I needed to move, but I, I needed to sleep. Yeah. So sleep was what I needed to find my balance again. I was sleep deprived for a long time. She's not a good sleeper. So I don't know to those people who have good sleeping babies, like be grateful because like I was sleep deprived for a long time and that's all I needed. I needed movement, but it wasn't what I'm doing now. And I had to, it was tough for me because what I wanted to be doing, I couldn't be doing. Um, but I was still doing something for myself. So yeah. I was able to recognize I'm still doing something for myself to maintain balance, but also to take care of uh, not only a baby, but a business. So like as a self-employed um, person, you don't get a mat leave um, yeah. as a mother. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely where the imbalances came in my life so working my way back knowing that my life was temporary out of balance like I had to wake up almost every day um give myself a little pep talk know that it was just temporary I wasn't going to be in that state of mind forever and that I was just going to make it through today so I had to do that well I didn't like the way that I felt at that time of my life um it was definitely out of balance Nothing I was in control of. You can't help that I was up all night long right. or whatever. Yeah. But I also have to wake up the next day and do my thing and like keep trucking along. What I created and my business that I created was really important to me and I didn't want to let it go. So, you know, I did what I could to make it through to that. To get by that, yeah. that time, yeah. Yeah. And then now I'm through it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So like, and, I, and I'm so proud of that. You know, like just being consistent to myself and then watching almost myself. This is like, this would be the second time then that I've gone from zero, you know, and built myself up, right? The first time when I recognized I needed health and fitness in my life. And then the second time being pregnant and then, and then rebuilding it back up. Cause I lost a lot of my fitness when I had a baby and you do. And it's important for moms to not jump right back into heavy lifting. You know, having a baby is hard on your pelvic floor. It's hard on your core. Um, you know, there's a lot of dysfunction that happens there. Mm -hmm. So, um, I teach women now uh, how to respond 
restore their core and pelvic floor so that when they're exercising, they don't have incontinence and so that they're, you know, not doing box jumps and worrying about peeing or like skipping or whatever. And that's a huge concern for a lot of women. And I think it's important to be in a safe environment, knowing that you have trainers that are educated in that, um, knowing that you want to work really hard and you want to be your best version of yourself again, but that you're also a new mom and that you also have to take time to heal your body first and then work your way back up. And, and so I didn't know if it was going to work when I was doing it. I'd never did that before taking the time, doing my core breathing, doing the core exercises that I was trained to do, doing that and slowly building back up, you know, successfully not peeing my pants while I exercise, (laughs) you know, feels really good. And then also now to be almost feels like I'm stronger than I ever was before. Uh, and really mentally, I think, too, like working through something like sleep deprivation, right? You, you know, I think... It's not one night. No. It's not one night. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like that's something that you, is really rewarding. And those yeah. are real-life struggles that you have to work through, like real people. Um, so, you know, I post really great videos. I mean, I think they're great. But I post, like, videos, you know, of the exercises that we do or whatever. It's hard to communicate this sort of stuff. You know, I'm not some sort of superhuman person who just, like, exercises all the time and this is all I do. This is, like, real life. It's the highlight reel, though. Mm -hmm. Right. Everyone's social media is a highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Totally. Nobody nobody posts the lowlights. No. Well, I mean, some people do, but most people do. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's important to sort of, you know, recognize that that's, that's the priority. That's what I, that's my medication. That's what I do to make sure that I get through this crazy life, you know? So, and it doesn't have to be that, but some people really love what we do at the gym. Some people really love the unconventional style of training, you know? Um, so I think it's really cool to feel functional, like you can move your body well and, uh, that gives you some, some sort of superpowers, I think, in real life outside of the gym, for yeah. sure. So where's where your gym located? Uh, we're on Main Street, actually 209 Main Street. So it's funny when you gave me your address, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 210 Main Street, yeah, it's funny. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's 210 right. Main Street East, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's 209 uh, Main Street in Woodstock. Uh, we're Unit 3. Um, we I painted our doors bright green so you can't miss it. We're that. in the same building as the Fastener Center, um, located beside Action Wellness. Nice. Um, Action and Wellness, uh, shout out to them, have some salt caves in there as well, which is really, really wonderful. Cool. Yeah, they've really transformed the back of their um, unit too. They do a lot of um, different holistic stuff in there as well too. There's, so there's some pretty great people if you're... Um, trying to heal your body as well. They do some different stuff than we do, different therapies. But yeah, I cool. like I like being in the partnership. Yeah, yeah, I like being in the same vicinity as them yeah. for sure. Um, they're great. And then we have Maya like right around the corner. So Maya Health Foods is like just around the corner. So um, it's Perfect. nice if people are out and about and you know just work out at the gym and they need to grab something healthy. So yeah. someone wants to get in contact with you, they just show up at the gym or they they call you or what? What do you? Yeah. What do so you like? We used to be open to the public so we used to have open store hours and that was one of those changes that I made uh having a two-year-old and um trying to put my effort and energy into the things that we do best so we close the store mostly um like I said we have some really really great health food stores in town so like I said Mayo or Inside You where yeah. people can grab those products now it, chemical free living and, and healthy foods and that sort of stuff has become 
um, you know, more well-known. So in Woodstock, they can go to those places so they don't need us if they're going, like, for that sort of stuff. Um, if they're going to contact us or they want to check out the gym, they can book a personal training consult uh, through our website. So they can just request a time with one of us to meet. We give them a personal tour um, because we're just a small facility yeah. um, and we know everybody. You're not walking in and getting like the same tour over and over again that's <laughs> been rehearsed seven million times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're real people. We like to talk to you and know what your goals are yeah. so that then we can kind of advise you whether maybe the classes are right for you or if it's one-on-one training or if you do need some uh, sit down for nutrition or stretching or whatever. Um, we can talk to you about that and kind of give you a gist of like the programming that we have to offer and then okay. again per- place you with the right trainer as well yeah. um so they can book online they can of course call us um we're not always you know right there to pick up the phone um so we'll call you back um email is always great that we always definitely get you know generally right away yeah. because again the stupid phone thing <laughs> you know stupid always, phones we need them right? yeah, yeah. stupid so. phones we need those things yeah, yeah. Uh, just because we do like to have clients come in we got to be on top of that social media is huge if you message us on instagram or facebook we'll get yeah. that like yeah. that's how that's how i can contact you so that's yeah yeah so you um starting online course you said or are you starting some sort of course yeah so uh, i think it's really important for me to be uh expanding just some of the unconventional stuff a little bit more um especially the steel mace so the steel mace is a tool that um we don't see uh around here anywhere anywhere (laughs) um so to be honest, I'm pretty sure that I'm one of the first people in Canada uh, to be using a steel mace. Oh, wow. uh, there's a couple people across Canada that I see working out with it, but not training with it, not really teaching it or educating about it. Yeah. Um, and I love it. It's like, it's a wonderful tool. So I've just launched my workshop online that you can um, download and follow at home. Um, I have cool. a local company making us steel maces so that you don't have to order from um, okay. outside of Canada. So cool. if you need a steel mace, you can order that online. You can pick it up locally. Um, I haven't figured out shipping yet, but I'm yep. sure I can arrange that. That's yep. just very new. Um, and so I'm trying to just build some of those classes um, that we offer in person that everybody loves and putting them into a format online. So even if you do work out at a gym elsewhere or you're outside of the area or you can't make it to our class times, you can still take our class formats and take them with you to the gym wherever you are. Um, I know that the people that do come and experience Alternate Roots love it, and I think that um, maybe we just need a little bit more of that out there, and it would help if you don't know what to do at the gym, having some sort of um, content to follow, right? So, uh, and it's definitely a little bit of, you know, outside of the box, learning different things and, and getting really strong just by using these simple tools, which is really fantastic. So, um, some of that is online already. Some, some downloadable meal plans too, if you need some meal plan ideas, some, um, liver cleanses just to help the body, um, clear some of those toxins out. So some of that is online as well that you can just download, which is super easy. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. So you've built a business. Yep. Um, you're fairly young. Yes. Uh, you've built a nice team. You have multiple trainers and you. you got a nice thing on the go. Thank um, you. That has been a journey. Yes. And there's a lot of people, entrepreneurship in general is quite 
a thing that everyone kind of likes to do. Yes. Start their own business, do their own thing. Um, what is the biggest challenge you had and what is the biggest tip you would have for anyone starting out? I think um, being an entrepreneur is challenging. Uh, I don't want to encourage people um, to just jump into okay. it without um, building a solid plan. I think having a solid plan makes for a good business. Yeah. Knowing where you need people and if it grows, where you will need them down the road so that you know, you know, okay, if, if this does do well, what and or who will I need and kind of have an idea of who maybe that could be for you yeah. um, so that you don't have to do everything yourself. Um, and I think it's really important that if what you're doing doesn't work, that you stop doing it and switch gears. Recognize it. Sometimes we are um, engaged in something emotionally um, because it was there from the beginning or yeah. it was something that was your idea and it was on that big plan. But once you start going, it's not really what everybody wants. Yeah. Um, and you have just because you want it doesn't mean that everybody no, else. The market decides. The market decides yeah. and you have to be okay to let it go. Um, and move on to something else. Otherwise, your business will completely fail. Yeah. So you have to be able to kind of go with that um, and be able to be adaptable to that and not hold on to too much of that emotion with what your plans were. Um, as long as you're doing something that you're aligning with and that you believe in and that you, you're putting good energy into, I think that that's where you'll be successful. I think you got to be okay with failure. You have to be okay with failure. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you have to. Yeah, yeah. like it doesn't. Every, yeah. Like and like you said, everybody sees the highlight reel, but yeah. like there's a lot of it's a lot of like, hard days. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of dirt. hard conversations. Yeah. It's a little bit of you know blood, sweat, and tears for sure. Yeah. You know, um, you want the best for what you're doing, and you want the best for everybody you're trying to help. Um, so you work really hard and you usually do that behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So I think it's really important though, like you said, to, to be okay with failing. Um, but those moments, um, make you better. They make you yeah. stronger. You, you learn from them. You learn from them. Um, and so it's important to not be hard on yourself about it. Um, even though that that's part of the challenge yeah. um, but also have good people in your pocket that keep you going and, and encourage you to keep going when you feel like you know maybe this isn't right this isn't good or whatever mm -hmm. have, have those people with you and keep them there and to say thank you when the storm is cleared yeah. right yeah. and say like thanks for that high five you got me through it we it. got through it together we did it and yeah. then and then know that within that um conflict or that time you know with those people because um actually i listened to a podcast recently that said like you need conflict to have a good team because yeah, if yeah. everybody is uh super happy somebody's talking about That's someone fake. behind yeah. your back Doesn't or whatever no. if you yeah. can conflict you can you know you can see through people's ideas and you can really have that really great conversation it was strive for resolution yeah. Yeah, resolution, right. and then everyone's on the same page, and then you go forward, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. I think it's about really knowing that we're all very different on the team. We all bring different ideas, but once the idea is set, that's the idea you're going to go with. Yeah. And I think it's really important um, to have those people by your side. Yeah. So. Awesome.
Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for having me. Definitely. Yeah, lots that of was fun. Yeah. Episode 9 of the Canadian Hustles podcast, and we'll be back next week. Bye.